time to abandon ship. Oh no! Here we go! Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jaja, call me. My main man. Quickly. Before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. This is escape. Then we're the pod. Welcome back, everybody, to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and today this is the 100th victory celebration episode for Star Wars Escape Pod. 100 episodes later, you know, since we launched in 2019, uh, 30th of August uh, was when we first had our intro episode. And uh, here we are in 2021 with the 100th episode anniversary. So in celebration of that, not only are we going to play some Star Wars trivia, the first annual, if not uh, one of the many game shows that we're going to have trivia uh we're also going to talk about all that new high republic content that's coming our way this year another happy landing all right, welcome back, boys. We've got Blake, Calvin, and Bryce in the escape pod with us today, and we are here to celebrate 100 episodes. Happy landing. Sorry. Another happy landing, yes. <laughs> we should play it. Uh, the uh, end of episode one music. For oh, this man. Celebration episode. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so perfect. Oh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely put that at the very end. I mean, what I'm going to do is put Victory Celebration on. <laughs> So 100 episodes later, we're still here, we're still recording, and uh, Calvin, you were one of the first guests that we had on the show, weren't you? Oh man. Yep, first and most popular, yeah. Yeah. First and most popular, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh gee. <laughs> yeah, when, when, yeah, when we had very few episodes, Calvin's episode was, was, uh, was gaining yeah, it was, the most it was listens. was the first one where it wasn't just Josh by himself, sadly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, so I forget really, which episode is, that was. This is Calvin's podcast, this then. Really, podcast. he brought in out the crowds. Yeah, this I'll is Calvin's podcast. Josh for starting <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, actually, to add on top of all that stuff, uh, December of 2020, this past month, uh, was the most uh, uh, popular month, I guess, in this entire year and three months or whatever that the show's been going for. Uh, by a, a long shot, actually, it, it was double our usual average listens on a monthly basis. So. Um, pretty crazy, and I guess it's just, you know, in part, I guess it's due to all the Mandalorian stuff, but, um, you know, people really tend to like the, the after shows and stuff like that for Mandalorian, which is awesome, so we had uh, uh, over 1,400 listens that month, which is, which That's is cool. pretty so awesome. You just got to figure out what to do to stretch the time till the next season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's exactly it, right? Like, there's, being Star Wars, I mean... In a way, it's a little nerve-wracking going week to week, being like, what are we going to chat about next week, right? But it's the kind of franchise that there's always something new. Like, yeah. literally. Like, like I mean, like, it, it's insane. Like, I was doing this, this the, you know, I started doing the Lightspeed episodes, which are just like a 15-minute, less uh, headlines kind of thing. And uh, and then the day that I released, like, the, the first or the second one or whatever, that, that same day was when they announced, like, all these new shows. 
And I was like, what? Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, like three hours later. Something. Yeah, it's always something, man. There's always something to talk about. And then today, even, you know, 100 episode anniversary. We got it tonight. You know, I got the trivia plan. What else are we going to chat about? Boom. We got two videos drop on YouTube for the High Republic. So I was like, OK, mm. uh, there we go. There's there's our second topic. So, you know, it's, it's daily bread around here. Daily bread. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Yeah, so um, pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's uh, 121 questions. So I, I, I made up this, uh, this Star Wars trivia. I sat down for a couple hours trying to think of some questions. And um, we'll just dive right into this uh, just so we don't waste any time because I have no idea how long this game's going to take. So you want us just to answer all together or buzz I, in? No, what's so, going on here? So, yeah, I I'm, I'm going to explain the rules. The, I'm going to explain the rules. Instead of a um, buzzer, we just smash our keyboard and whoever smashes the keyboard first <laughs> right, gets right, it, right? right, right. Yeah. Well, see, w- see, Wes was supposed to be here as well tonight because he actually designed a little Python code for me to actually randomize and make this thing work. So, unfortunately, he's not here, so I've got to um, run it myself. Thanks but, a lot, Wes. Yeah, oh, I wait, know, right? Actually, I just thought of the greatest idea for your 200th episode. We should What's play that? Star Wars Bingo. Oh man, that's that's going to be the next game show. Yeah, the next game show. <laughs> yeah, well, Retirement the, edition. The first the first annual game show is uh, is tonight, and I, I have no idea how often we're going to do this. I'm just calling the first annual one because it's it's podcast has been just over a year, hundred episodes. It's the, it's the first game wow. show that we've actually done. Uh, but uh, yeah, 121 questions. We got stacked up. I'll add more in the future. Uh, but for now, um, I think what I'm going to do is kind of make it whoever gets to 10 first wins the game. Uh, otherwise, it's whoever has the most points by the time we reach like the 20 minute mark kind of thing. OK, um, so here's how it works. There's five tiers of difficulty. Oh, you, you guys all start at tier two. OK. And if you answer, listen, 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 <laughs> if, if you get a, if you get a question wrong, OK, you go back a tier in difficulty. Uh, if you get I... a question right, you go up. OK. And That's that cool. just keeps going like that until we're either out of questions or until someone wins. All right. I'll see now, you guys all in, in tier zero with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. But all right. <laughs> so, That's impossible. <laughs> So tier, tier one. Tier one. Tier Here, here's the different tiers. Of, <laughs> here's the different tiers of, of what's in each each uh, each level of difficulty. All right. So level one is questions that might relate to any of the films. All right. That's that's the nine Skywalker saga films plus Solo and Rogue One. Uh, tier two is including animation and live action TV shows being Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels and The Mandalorian so far. Tier three is canon level uh, books, comics, video games, such and such. Tier four is anything from the expanded universe. Oh, OK, sick. that's that's anything from that level. What's funny Tier is th- I bet canon is going to be harder than EU because most of us aren't up to date with canon. <laughs> <laughs> I, you'd be surprised, but maybe uh, tier five is other and it's just questions that may or may not have fit into other categories that might have just been way too difficult to put those in in those categories and any behind the scenes questions things that just didn't fit properly so uh those are the five tiers reaching level five doesn't necessarily mean you win it just means that they're more difficult so it's very possible you might get bumped back can we have a tier six that's just 
questions about Dave Filoni's life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first question. Where's he from? Where's he from? <laughs> is he going to make an appearance on this episode, by the way? Oh, he might. He might okay. in the end. He might congratulate the winner. Oh, wow. What an yeah, honor. He might, he might call in to congratulate the winner. Um, <laughs> So uh, that's the that's the prize, uh, but yeah. So that, those are the five different tiers. Uh, there's not a lot of questions in tier five, and it kind of it's kind of varied. Uh, but the most are in tier one and two. As soon as a tier runs out of questions, uh, that tier will just no longer show up. You'll all of a sudden start getting asked questions in the tier below it or above it, depending on whether or not we run out. Uh, so just a heads up on that. Um, but I will, each time we circle around to a name, it's just going to go in order and you'll all have a chance to answer it one by one, a different question. And as soon as a question has been asked, whether it's right or, or wrong answered, the question will never show up again. Just a heads up. Right. Uh, so that being said, Calvin, you're the first oh, one on the list. Right. <laughs> so tier two question. Oh, uh, name Grievous's giant spaceship from season one of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Your answers can be A, the oh. invisible hand, B, the malevolence, C, the Daedalus, or D, the decimator. Oh, I wanted to say A until you said B. Uh, is it? I think it's A. Is it A? You put in A. It is incorrect. The answer was B. Oh, no. All right. So that's that's how this is going to work. We don't get so. a chance to steal? Uh, you do not. No. <laughs> I, should, I should talk to Wes, though. That's, I should talk to Wes, shaming. and he can that probably... Uh, that would just be shaming the people who can't answer the question. That There's that as well. Yeah. Hey, if we want to go through, like... I don't, I don't know if we want to go through, like, a lot of questions, but we could always, like, write our answers down and reveal it. Oh, that'd be fun. Well, Josh already has plans. Probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah I've already got this whole thing scripted out. So. <laughs> hey, how about we just change everything that Josh dude, planned up yeah. till this point? <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm running this on a command prompt in Windows right now. That's how, like, that's how sketchy this is. <laughs> I still think we should change the rules. <laughs> There's no way I can change any of this stuff. Okay, so turn to next question is for Bryce. Next question is for Bryce. All right, Ventress be becomes... I to mess stuff up. <laughs> Ventress becomes what after she leaves Dooku? Your answers are A, a night sister, B, a bounty hunter, C, a Jedi, or D, nothing and dies. Ooh. Whatever bounty hunter was, that's what I'm going with. B, okay. I think it was C, actually. It was A. Uh, so after she leaves Dooku, she retreats to Dathomir and gets baptized as one of the Night Sisters by Mother Talzin. Right. Yes. I should have known that. I think I have like an old Star Wars miniature of her on like a wow. I kind of figured yeah. she was always a Night Sister. She she, she does just like went become, back to them. So no, no, she, she was not a never sister before as well. So she she was one of their kind, but she was never a night sister. She the first time she becomes a night sister is when she's actually baptized in season three of the Clone Wars and and becomes one of them. And then it's very very shortly after that that Grievous comes in, wipes out all of them, and she's like the only one surviving. So what uh, happens? And then after that, and then after that, she becomes a bounty hunter. Mm. Yeah. So what happens when we get to the end of the game show and realize that we haven't gotten any questions at all? 
<laughs> are, we, are we not invited back to the show? Is that how? No, no, works? no, dude. If if we run out of 121 questions, I will be genuinely surprised. But I mean, <laughs> okay. Third question is for 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 Blake. Uh, Maul's set of legs are magically made from keyword here is magic, spelled with a K. A garbage. B droid parts. C Grievous's legs or D ship parts. That's so specific. It could be like A, B, or D. Uh, I'm going to go with... I believe the planet is actually all decommissioned ships, so I'm going to go with D. Ship parts? That is also incorrect. Damn it! It was garbage! The answer is... The answer is B, droid part. Oh, okay, I almost on the garbage just because of that. I wouldn't have got that anyway. All right, so current like, status. Like current status is uh, zero correct answers across the board. And fourth question goes to Calvin. Who wiped out all the information about Camino in the temple archives? So the tier one question here. Was it A, Darth Plagueis, B, Sifo-Dyas, C, Count Dooku, or D, Palpatine? Count Dooku? That is correct. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah. Correct. All right. The next question is for Bryce. Uh, Tier one question here. Bespin is known for what element? Helium, beredium, argon gas, or tabana? Tabana gas. Tabana gas. Correct. All right. We got one, one. Uh, The next question is for Blake. Naboo was invaded by the Separatist Alliance, Trade Federation, Banking clan or the Empire? Trade Federation. All right. We're tier one. Okay. Tier one questions across the board. All correct answers. I think we should just stay here in tier one. I might <laughs> Oh, no. I can't do that. The program's now forced you all up to tier two again. Blast! All right. So, turn seven for Calvin. Ventress's first master was whom? Kai Narek, Mother Talzin, Darth Tyrannus, or Darth Maul? Oh, my goodness. Who is the person that you said? Uh, so a, your options are A, Kyneric, B, Mother Talzin, C, Darth Tyrannus, or D, Darth Maul. And the question was, who is... Uh, Ventress's first master was whom? I'm going to need a quick uh, recap on who Ventress is, but I'm going to go with Darth Tyrant. Darth Tyrannus. <laughs> Darth Tyrant. <laughs> that, that, is, that is incorrect. Her, her first master was actually uh, Jedi Master Kyneric. Oh, right. Obviously. Okay. Uh, I don't know who that is either. How did I not get that? Oh, man. This tier two. Oh, man, you guys have. Oh, brutal, uh, will, you, will anyone make it to tier three? Um, I don't know. How many tiers um, are there again? Four? There's five. five? There's oh, five. Oh, my goodness. E- I don't know. EU stuff more- isn't. Tier four. How many more questions about Ventress are there? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's all randomized, so I don't know how that happened, but yeah, right. who knows? Uh, okay, next question is for Bryce. Um, tier two question here: Star Wars Rebels is preceded directly by what? A couple of shorts, a novel, The Clone Wars, or Episode four? Oh my! A couple of shorts? What? Uh, a couple of shorts? Like pants. Couple of oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, short shorts being um, yeah. animated shorts. Yeah. I don't remember any animated shorts. So, so the answers are uh, a couple of shorts. There's episode four is in there. Um, yeah, a couple of shorts, a novel, The Clone Wars, and episode four. Yeah. A novel. 
probably some sort of novel that's been written after. I'm gonna go with a novel. Oh, novel. Okay, it's it's incorrect. It's close. Uh, there was a novel that was produced before Star Wars Rebels called A New Dawn, but uh, directly before the show came out, they launched a couple of animated shorts online, uh, which followed the characters that weren't in the novel. And really? uh, yeah, and uh, they are also on Disney Plus. If you look up Star Wars Rebels, it's one of the options, actually. So oh, okay. um, I think there's four of them. Yeah. Um, God all right. Rebels. Next. I knew I'd get <laughs> <laughs> all right turn nine next question is for blake which republic commando is introduced in uh, in star wars the clone wars uh a boss b darman c gregor or d jackson it's gregor that is correct all right next question it's is gregor. for calvin <laughs> <laughs> the next question is for Calvin. The Owen answer is Lars. a Star Ventress. <laughs> <laughs> next question is for Calvin. Uh, I believe this is a tier one question here. Oh. Uh, Owen Lars told Luke Skywalker his father was uh, a smug, uh, sorry, a, um, a spice miner, B, a, a pilot, C, a navigator, or D, warrior. Oh, I think you said navigator. That is correct. Oh. Well done, sir. Okay. Please don't, uh, please don't put me in tier two. I want to so stay here. Our, our current <laughs> status is Calvin with two points, Bryce with one, and Blake with two. Okay, next next question is for Bryce. Uh, Finn's stormtrooper name is FN2705, FN2387, FN2181, or FN2187. Are you kidding me? This is a tier one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Memorize three numbers. I will. I will give you a hint. It is said multiple times through the Force oh Awakens. Oh my gosh! I said yeah. okay. First, okay, you got to read to me again. You have to say it in right. Captain Fast voice, though. You need to say it. In your voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I, uh, Context. I'll, I'll, Which quote is correct? Is it FN two seven zero five, FN two three eight seven, FN two one eight one, or FN two one eight seven? Oh, it's B or D. We believe in you. Poor, poor attempt at a Captain Fast voice. The best to me. Did you say B or D? B. B. All right, it is D. Yeah, it's D. Two one eight seven. It's D. Oh, it's D. It's D. Yeah, it's D. Yes. Jeez. Oh, brutal, man. Brutal. Okay, so turn twelve. Next question is for Blake. Arcanus is home to what? You're in a level. Sorry, a tier three question now. So you're in canon books and comics here. So Arcanus. Arcanus was home to the A. Secret Imperial Academy, B, Shipyards, C, Imperial Senate, or D, Rebel Hideout? Is there an option for neither? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, the shipyards, Rebel Base, Imperial Academy, and another and Imperial one. Senate. Oh, interesting. I'm just taking a wild guess to say Imperial Academy because it sounds cool. The Secret Imperial Academy is correct. Oh, yes! Victory! That is oh. correct. Uh, this uh, academy showed up in a Star Wars Rebels junior novel series called Secrets <laughs> of the Empire, I believe. And, oh, of course. Uh, yeah, I remember that. 
It was yes, it was it was it was a junior novel series that actually tied wove through the other seasons and stuff in the show, and and it was four books long, and it was actually about the very first Imperial Academy that kind of comes up with the idea of training children as young stormtroopers, and that idea was manufactured by Brendel Hux, whose son is actually Armitage Hux in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and Brendel. Brendel Hux, yeah, and Brendel Hux was uh, was one of the very few people that survived the aftermath trilogy of books and made his way to the unknown regions to yeah, then and later he helped in the creation yeah. of forming of the First Order. Yes, exactly. So Arcanus was the homeworld to his secret Imperial Academy that trained t- children. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next question is for Calvin. Which Star Wars: The Clone Wars animated film character says, "Ready he is to teach an apprentice." To let go of his pupil, a greater challenge it will be. Was it Yoda, Windu, Kenobi, or Palpatine? Well, the greater is he is clearly Yoda's speech. So I'm going to go with A, Yoda. All right. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, that was an easier tier two question. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> my tier one question was it's like, I'm not mad. Bryce. Okay, Bryce. <laughs> I'm livid. I'm livid. <laughs> All right, man. Here's a, here's a slightly easier one for you. Uh, the heart of a lightsaber is powered by what? Coaxium, Kyber, Plasma, or a Holocron? Kyber. Kyber. All right. All right. There we go. We're getting we're getting up there again. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's, it's three for Calvin, two for Bryce, and three for Blake. Uh, next question is for Blake. Uh, Imperial Admiral Palian founded this in 12 APY to unite the Empire. Was it A, the Fell Empire, B, Imperial Remnant, C, Iriadu Authority, or D, the Second Imperium? I'm going to go with B, but I'm not, I, that's just kind of guess. Is that B is in beta? Yes. That is correct. Ah, <laughs> I recognize the name. That's the only reason why I went with it. The Imperial Remnant. All right. That was, a, that was yeah, that was a tier four question, man. You know, just climbing the ranks here. Um, all right. So next question for Calvin. Uh, the Battle of Jakku was how many years after the Battle of Endor? Was it 5, 1, 29, or 11? 29. 29. That is incorrect. Oh, is it 11? Uh, the Battle of Jakku happened one year after the Battle of Endor. Oh, that's uh, and four And four years before the events of the Mandalorian. So um, all those crashed Star Destroyers and everything, that was the that was the end of the Empire kind of moment there, which happened uh, uh, like 20, 28 or, or 29 years, I guess, before The Force Awakens. So okay. a long time. Um all right, next question for Bryce. How many seasons of the Clone Wars was there to be originally before Disney canceled the show? Was it A, six seasons, B, seven seasons, C, eight seasons, or D, ten seasons? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know how many seasons there are. <laughs> 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 oh man so so uh what are, what are my options here like seven eight nine ten <clears throat> six seven eight or ten and this is how many seasons of clone wars there was to be originally yeah. before disney came in and canceled it and then brought it back 
Oh, before they. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with ten. They're really gonna make a ton of it. <laughs> it's eight seasons. There was oh. supposed to be eight seasons of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So currently, there's still uh, amount um, uh, maybe forty something unproduced episodes. Uh, I know they adapted eight of them into the Dark Disciple novel, and uh, four of them were adapted into the Son of Dathomir comic book. And uh, they've released some, un, you know, some proxy animation episodes as well uh, for some of the episodes. And then um, there was a whole bunch that that just never made it to screen that they've showed clips of the proxies at different variations of celebration. I bet, and such I bet and they'll such, use some in the uh, what are they called now? The new Clone Wars spinoff show coming out, right? Uh, it bad batch. Uh, bad yeah, batch. I, that's I, them. Yeah. They they still look at all these stories as canon, which is which is kind of the the best part of some of the things that rebels then later i guess uh tried to fill in the gap with um but yeah i mean my, my theory is that bad batch is also going to do a very similar thing of of maybe filling up some loose ends there yeah do they um, announce where bad batch is taking place like is it actually going to be cheering? oh it's yeah so if, if you've seen the trailer you know it completely overlaps revenge of the sith which is okay which is yeah. really cool yeah that's so it's so, gonna be like the second show to now overlap that movie which okay, is okay that's what i was expecting awesome. so that, my guess is they will probably play on some of the mm-hmm. the stuff that they had originally written then because clone wars was going yeah. to go through revenge of the sith yeah yeah and and that's exactly what it did in the end you know they they when disney brought back the clone wars they they made it season seven but really it was like a, a bunch of arcs that were kind of from season eight and then they made it season seven so the season seven finale that we have is actually the season eight finale that we would have gotten but they decided to not continue doing the full show and just decided to bring it back for a mini season and do like x amount of episodes that dave filoni would have felt like this is the conclusion that we should give it at least yeah. uh but all the other episodes though that they didn't produce are still looked upon as canon to lucasfilm when they do other stories so um yeah it, it is interesting to think maybe bad batch is going to fill in some of those gaps but uh so the next question is for you name the old man this is the best question i think in tier five oh, all right uh, name the old man who helps sindel in the battle for endor Ewok adventure special was it a <laughs> Noah, B Mace, C Lee Char, or D William? Who's this for? This for is me. from Blake. Could you repeat the answers? Man, yeah. hilariously, well, I think I know this. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Was it a Noah, B mm-hmm. Mace, D Lee Char, or D William? I think it's Noah. It is Noah. Oh, yeah. oh man! Do that. It's it well, just—it yeah. felt right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah. only reason why I was second guessing myself is like, is it because I know him from the Bible story? <laughs> if 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 anyone out there listening hasn't seen Ewok Adventures, um, I don't take know a hard pass. Yeah. No, they're yeah, actually pretty good. I would recommend it's, them. It's 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 a half step up from the holiday special. I'll, I'll give you that. Hmm. Uh, More than that, it's a good solid couple couple. St- Tears, I would say the holiday specials kind of its own thing altogether. Right. <laughs> All right. We got the next question for Calvin here. When did Star Wars The Clone Wars first air? Was it 2008, 2009, 2007 or 2006? 
Say those again. Was it, uh, when did Star Wars The Clone Wars first air? Was it 2008, 2009, 2007, or 2006? I want to say 2006. It was 2008. Oh, man. All right, we got, uh, so the score is currently sitting at Calvin 3, Bryce 2, and Blake is at 5. All right, next question is for Bryce. Uh, which, what is uh, the Stormtrooper Blaster model? Is it an A, E11D, B, E11, C, DC15A, or D, DC15? Okay, so there's two variants of the E11? There is, yep. Listed? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so one is an E11A and one's a le- just a normal E11? Uh, sorry, those are, the le- those are the letters of the multiple choice. Uh, okay, I'll oh. give them to you. I'll give, I'll give them to you straight. E11D, E11, DC15A, or DC15? I'm I'm still confused. So there's an E11, and what's the other one? Like the other the other E11. It it is definitely an E11. Okay, so you got two options then. It's E11D or an E11. I'm just gonna go with an E11. All right, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. an E11D? Just an E11D off. is it's a trick uh, answer. An E11D is the e- variation of the E11 that the Death Troopers use. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. All right, so the next question is for Blake. Composer of the music in Solo, was it John Williams, John, Williams, John <laughs> Powell, Solo. <laughs> Powell and Williams, yeah. or Ludwig and Powell? Okay, do it again because you said it's solo, so I know. Was it was it John Williams, John Powell, Powell and Williams, or Ludwig and Powell? And this is for the main theme of Solo. The main theme. Yeah. Oh, just the main theme itself, not yep. the rest of the music in the in the movie. No. And so that would be Solo's theme music. Yes. Then that would be John Williams because he did only the one song. All right, that is that is uh, that is incorrect. It's actually uh, so it was okay. I didn't know if he helped or not. I know they were preaching about John Williams writing, finally getting the chance to write a song right. for on solo. So yeah, so he actually did. Um, I think they what they did is they kind of paired up on that that song there because on the credit of that song, there's both names attached. Ah, um, the advertising but, duped me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least on the album, they they're both they're both um, they're both credited there. But uh, yeah, let me just uh, let me just look this up. Um, oh, are we allowed to look up the? You might actually. Yeah, I might. I might. I might need to give you a, a bonus a bonus point here because because on the Wikipedia page, John Williams is only credited for just the first one, but the the album is credited to both of them. Yeah, because so the album would have both of them, right? Yeah, but yeah. That's yeah, why I said exactly. specifically that one song. Because I, I, I might, ha- I might have to give it to you. Yeah, because maybe this one's, yeah, maybe this one's uh, slightly, um, yeah, might need to be adjusted. So yeah, no, I, I'm gonna give this one to you. So uh, huzzah! Wow. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So all um, we need to do next time is just complain that we got wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you just get down to really nitty gritty details where Josh doesn't know, and they'll yeah, give it to you. Catch him on the technicalities. That's right. I think, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this. Uh, so your points. Then uh, just remember, you have one more than the number that I'm going to read off on the screen. But uh, so technically, like, you got six yeah. right now. But it just says like you got D&D, five. You roll plus one. Yeah, plus one. All right, next question is for Calvin. According to Yoda, which of these begins to lead one down the dark path? Is it pain, anger, fear, or suffering? Fear is the pathway to the dark side. <laughs> Final answer, fear? I think so. All right, correct. Uh, all right. All right, cool. Uh, next question is for Bryce. Padme's right. ex-love interest, whom she must oh, spy God, on, is... <laughs> Is Rush Clovis, Clovis Mayfeld, Bail Organa, or Typhotridium? Oh, God. This is also a Clone Wars episode, isn't it? Yes. It is. You're stuck. You're eternally Gee, stuck I'm in tier stuck two, it seems. Clone Wars hell right now. Put me up to like, put me up to like four or five. I can't even. Oh, I can't God. force it. Okay, it's one of the first two. Um, so it's the two at the start. Were so Rush, your Clovis options, Clovis your, Rush, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your two options are Rush Clovis and Clovis Mayfeld. Um, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna go with A. All right, that is correct. Oh, God. <laughs> Finally, out of, oh. out of tier two. Uh, okay, Blake, the secret apprentice's name is what? Is it Galen Merrick, Ram Coda, Ezra Bridger, or Cade Skywalker? Are you kidding me? Secret apprentice. <laughs> like yes. Darth Vader's secret apprentice? Who's secret yeah. apprentice? Darth Vader. Yeah, v- Vader's secret apprentice. Okay, yeah. go through them again. This, so. is, this, is a, this is a tier four expanded universe question, I believe. Um, so is it Galen Merrick, Ram Coda, Ezra Bridger, or Cade Skywalker? Yeah, it's the first one, Galen Merrick. All right, correct. Uh, the next question is for Calvin. Saw Guerrero was first introduced in which? The Clone Wars, the prequels, Rebels, or a novel? I thought it was Rogue One, but I'm probably wrong. That's a, not I, even an option. Wasn't that, <laughs> uh, that Forrest Whitaker's character? In, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. read the options again. All right, so he was first introduced in either the Clone Wars, the prequels, the Rebels animated show, or a novel. Oh, man, I don't know. Novel or Clone Wars? Novel or Clone Wars? I'm Which gonna, one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have. A, I actually have a D4 here. I'm going to roll this. All right. All right. Answer. I'm going to go with B. B. The I prequels? Yeah. No, no, it's not the prequels. Okay, I want to roll again. Like, I know it's not the prequels. Let me roll this again. All okay. Right, all right. All right. Um, we're going with C. C. Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay, that is incorrect. It's Star mm. Wars: The Clone Wars, a very young version of. Uh, of uh, Saw Gerrera showed up on Onderon, um, and his sister died, uh, and uh, he was left to lead uh, the forces there on Onderon, and eventually they became his partisans uh, later I on. When thought the whole he was, I thought he was purge. an original character. I would have said, uh, I would have yeah. said Rogue One. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's original to the Clone Wars, and then when they did Rogue One, he was, um, I believe, the first character from animation to actually make the transition oh, to live action. Hmm. Yeah. So now they've done it with. 
you know, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan and a bunch of others, but uh, he was the very first one. No. So uh, next question is for Bryce. Corellia is known for ships manufacturing, drug trade, garbage disposal, or slave trade. <laughs> Han Solo was technically a slave. Slave trade. No. <laughs> that's I'm not... what I learned from the movie Solo. No, that's it's ship fair, that's fair. They make ships. Ships, all right, cool. That is correct. Uh, all right, our current standings are uh, Blake at six, which means seven points, Bryce at five, and Kelvin at four. All right, next question is for Blake. Caravan of Courage is what? <laughs> a TV movie, an animated series, a novel, or a comic series? Wow, okay, this is really easy. It's a TV movie. TV movie is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I maybe have said too much when I was explaining the last one. <laughs> All right. Next question is for Calvin. How old was Yoda when he died? Was he over 900, uh, over 800, over 9,000, over 900, or over 1,000? I really wish he was over 9,000. <laughs> Yeah, 900. I'm going with 900. 900. All right. Cool. That is correct. Uh, next question is for Bryce. First book in the EU timeline was uh, is uh, Lost Tribe of the Sith, The Old Republic, Revan, Legacy of the Jedi, or Dawn of the Jedi? Oh, this is a man. tier four EU question. So we got Lost Tribe of the Sith, Dawn of the Jedi, and what are the other two? Legacy of the Jedi and the Old Republic Revan. It's, I don't think it's those two. It's either Lost Tribe of the Sith or Dawn of the Jedi. I think Dawn of the Jedi came out after. I always remember Lost Tribe of the Sith being the first one, so I'm going to say that one. All right, it was Dawn of the Jedi. I knew it, man. It came out after. It came out after. Oh, it came out after, but it took place before. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I must have stopped buying Star Wars books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Bryce stumped, man. You finally reached tier four, dude. You I know. I'll get did. back there. Uh, you'll get back. Okay. You'll you'll get back. Anyone listening, uh, Dawn of the Jedi. If you're looking at going through the expanded universe, Star Wars legend stuff, Dawn of the Jedi is where you start is the very very first book in the star wars eu timeline and uh, i don't even i don't even know what year that's supposed to take place it's like it's like ages before that's like everything time. yeah it's it's crazy but all right so next question is for blake how many episodes was in george's original outline was it six nine twelve or five these are the uh specifically this question's uh uh, asking based on the images that were released on uh, his yellow notepad that he had the, the sketched outline going mm, on. So the original, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with 12. I believe it was 12. Yes, that is correct. All right, so there was originally 12 chapters in the in the adventures of the Skywalker saga or whatever he had. The original, the adventures of Luke Starkiller, was it? Or something like that? And then the, 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 yeah, the, Starkiller. The, the, yeah, I think it wasn't the original title, the Jur Journal of the Wills, Chapter yeah. One, the the Adventures of Luke Starkiller, or something like that. It was like incredibly long. Uh, Darth okay, Vader. so yeah, Darth Vader was like his master or something. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it was like a bunch of yeah. There was it was crazy, man. They they did like a I think they did a graphic novel on even one of the first drafts that he did for Star Wars, which was an interesting flip through. That's for sure. Um, okay, so question for Calvin uh, in uh, I think this is tier two 
who came to Obi-Wan's aid when Maul and Savage capture him? Was it Anakin, Ahsoka, Quinlan Voss, or Ventress? Oh, man. I'm going to roll my dice again. I have no idea. Tier 2 is the killer. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Tier 2 is the... I'm going to go with... Three, aka C, whatever that option is. C, Quinlan Voss. All right, sure. it was D. It was Ventress. All right, Ventress. Always go with Always All right, next question is for Bryce. Doctor Afra is what? A Sith acolyte, a smuggler, an archaeologist, or a bounty hunter? She's an archaeologist. She's an archaeologist. That is correct. Wrong. It's Doctor. She's a doctor. Yes, <laughs> she is. She is basically the Star Wars version of Indiana Jones, first introduced in the Darth Vader comics, and now she's got her own comic run. Um, all right, so next question is for Blake. The first track on the Phantom Menace soundtrack is which? Star Wars main title and the arrival at Naboo, Duel of the Fates, 20th Century Fanfare, or The Blockade? I'm going to go with the main title. That is correct. God damn it. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm at <laughs> All right, uh, we are at. Uh, oh, actually, Blake has hit. Uh, ten, I that think. is that is that is ten. That is ten correct answers. So uh, let's do let's do one more round for fun. But technically, yeah. I guess you win. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the next question is for Calvin. Palpatine's worshippers in Episode Nine are part of which group? Is it A. The acolytes of the Beyond? Is it B. The Sith Eternal? C. The Knights of Ren or D. The Sithari? C. Knights of Ren. It is B, the Sith Eternal. Okay. Is there a way to uh, force us to do only like section two? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Actually, that's a tier one question. I'm pretty sure because, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I forget if they they even say it in the movie, but it's like that logo that pops up across the whole film is like the logo of the Sith Eternal, which is something that was just kind of floating around at the time i don't even know where it first popped up but EU somewhere, um, sure. it's all canon stuff this is all rise of skywalker that was a rise of skywalker question um which you know it's only a year old but yeah you know. uh so next question for bryce what did the bastion accords achieve was it allow or ba- uh, allow bastion to remain independent of the empire in 4 aby was it the surrender of the Yuuzhan Vong? Was it peace between the New Republic and the Imperial Remnant in 19 ABY? Or was it the Bastion people were allowed safe passage into the unknown regions by the Chiss? I think it was peace between the New Republic and the Imperial Remnant. That is correct. Wow. All right. And uh, last question for Blake, which is the bonus bonus question here which actor plays the voice of darth bane in clone wars was it d bradley baker james earl drones sam witwer or mark hamill go through him again uh yeah which actor plays the voice of darth bane in star wars the clone wars was it d bradley baker james earl jones sam witwer or mark hamill i'm gonna go sam witwer because it's always sam witwer (laughs) Yep. It is Mark Hamill. Really? Uh, really? I'm actually very surprised by that. Sam Witwer did the voice of the son on uh, Mortis, um, and Mark Hamill came and did the voice of Darth Bane when Yoda has his whole arc of going, looking for the answers of immortality and, and, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that was a great Clone Wars arc. It's one of my favorites. Um, they but, sh- uh, still should have went with Revan, just saying. 
they they still should, yeah i think i think it would have been cool if they brought him in the show as well but uh they had yeah. the model dave said that they had the, the model of revan they ready did. to go yeah he's yeah, got Darth, screenshots Darth is more important though yeah but he revan. <laughs> he, he okay what does what does revan have other than a cool mask he was like conflicted with the force. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. We all just paused to think I, about it. I played as him. <laughs> oh man! He's, a, he's, right. a, he's me in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for playing, guys. That was awesome. Um, that was good. Thanks, yeah. So he said, uh, "There's well, a prize, right?" Yeah, we got a call coming in here. Let me just let me just pick it oh, up. Who is it? Oh, who could it be? Congratulations. Oh, wow, Dave, Dave, it's such an honor. Yeah, it's Dave Filoni. Oh, my. I'm, I can't believe Josh got you on the show. So, why did you choose Darth Bane over Darth Revan? That's a good question, Nick. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 I thought that it was just a better choice than George, George said I had to. George <laughs> said I had to. I mean, that's. That's a good answer, I feel it's like. All, it's all the answer I needed, yeah. Anyway, nice talking to you, man. But Dave, wait, no! Well, there he goes. Go. There he goes, guys. That was wow. Dave Filoni, everybody. Wow. Dave Filoni. What, what an odd. I can't believe you got him on such short notice. I, I know. I didn't even know he was a listener. Oh, a long-time listener, Dave. Long-time listener. But, uh, you know, it's always great to have Dave. And at some point, of course, we'll get uh, we'll have to get John Favreau on here, too. Uh, oh, we're still wow. working on that. Uh, so <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, we got we got a crazy bunch of news that dropped today, uh, which uh, I was hoping to go over, I guess, before we wrapped up today's celebration. But, uh, you know, Kathleen County did a did a whole they did a live thing, which I actually missed uh, and um, saw the, the recording afterwards. But uh, the trailer was actually in that one. And they released the trailer separately. But, you know, of course, we've found, we've known about the High Republic for a year now. Uh, they they launched a, a different trailer last year in February, and now they finally kind of released information more about what's coming. They released more titles that we're getting from this era, and uh, we we got the full kind of roundtable conversation of of like all these authors and and everything that are involved with High Republic. And uh, I just wanted to ask you guys if you watched any of that stuff and and what your thoughts were on High Republic. No, I, I I've watched it, but like I just feel like they're so they're showing me the same images over and over again. <laughs> like just, this time they're 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 zooming in and they're like they're like yeah, I agree with this. Like even from the original posters they put out, it does look like the five same like five characters. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think it doesn't help that all their art across all the books is done by the same person. Yeah, it it to me it looked like it was just one book that's coming out and when they announced it as a trailer like you shared the trailer i thought oh wow there's going to be a show and then i realized it's a trailer for a book which also surprised me it's kind of yeah kind of odd yeah let's let's give that trailer a listen to it's this is now the second trailer that they've released this is the launch trailer for the high republic whereas last year we had the announcement trailer so let's give this a listen to before we continue on with this discussion we are the guardians of peace and justice. Beyond the stars is a near endless frontier. Our order was meant to shine its light in even the darkest corners of the galaxy. 
There, we found an evil that none of us had trained for, that threatens all we know. For the survival of the Republic, the fate of all Jedi, for control of the Force itself. Alright, so you can find that trailer uh, and watch it on YouTube, plus the Star Wars YouTube channel, as well as the full presentation which they spoke to all the authors involved with the High Republic era uh, mass amount of content that they're making. And it's it's a good watch. I think it's like in the somewhat between 50 and 60 minutes kind of time frame. But uh, this is just the the launch trailer that they had on the side uh, with that presentation. So, you know, figure we were just it's short enough. We can cover it in the show here. But uh, anyway, uh, Bryce, uh, what are your thoughts? I'm definitely interested in like a new bunch of like, I don't know, expanded kind of books with what, what I what I'm interested in is just like new characters, because I feel like what we have right now anytime a book or a comic comes out it's based on a character from the movies it's like following them so it'd be cool to have some like og characters yeah uh yeah that's yeah that's fair and you know this kind of this is something i was thinking about last year too because um of course when they announced this whole project you know instantly i was kind of curious about it because this really is the first time ever that even even in, including the expanded universe that we've had any kind of storytelling in this time period at all like there's been nothing prior to anything uh, that that you know Lucasfilm did before Disney that that fills that gap. Uh, I guess uh, the only thing that kind of overlaps very briefly in that area is like the Darth Plagueis book, but that's pretty much it. There was like m- the majority of the books are uh, bef- that are before the Phantom Menace, either happened right before the Phantom Menace, or they're like in the Old Republic, kind of like over a thousand years before the movies right so uh it's kind of a another situation where it's like all right this is like a open waters kind of thing we don't have anything in this era so far that they can base anything on whereas so far up until this point anything they've done with the sequels with anything else they've had some sort of expanded universe base material to like build off of into the canon um so it's really kind of a fresh ground to for them to start building on and i think a lot of these like uh books and comics that they're planning to do is a really good way of like building a foundation for them to later on do you know movies and shows in this in this time space and uh, the acolyte being the first of these shows that's going to take place in the high republic uh which is going to be a disney plus show that comes out in like 2022 or something um but uh, yeah, that's that's that'll be the first thing. I'm 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 guessing we're also going to get a movie that takes place during this time period as well, eventually. But I should um, think so. It is by far the biggest time period we haven't explored. I yeah, thought, I thought you were going to be like, oh, it's it's like really good that they're uh, they're kind of making something to really fill out the 
fill out the galaxy, fill out this time period, so that in you know ten or twenty years they can immediately erase everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do a Star I mean, Trek alternate timeline. Yeah. Here's here's my thoughts like Duke, on it. I mean, Duke Skywalker. Really, like, <laughs> so like i mean really like there hasn't been much at all in this in this space i i've played the the tales from the galaxy's edge vr game that came out on oculus and uh there's a 20 to 40 minute kind of adventure that happens in there where you play as a padawan that goes to this jedi temple on batu with yoda and there's like this sith kind of relic in the basement or one of the rooms or whatever that's kind of causing all this chaos to happen and these like demon creatures are like all over the temple and everything um it was very creepy it was very cool uh you know i liked it a lot and and i was like okay this is interesting like it kind of shows a different side of evil that you know the jedi are able to face other than just fighting the sith all the time right so between old republic and phantom menace of course we have a thousand years where they think that the sith are extinct and you know they're actually just in hiding but you know rule of two style uh and then in the meantime you know what other kind of dangers have they faced in this in this time period right so it's an interesting thing to think about and i do like the idea that they're making some sort of foundation before they just go headstrong into this space without like building up that time period first because that's kind of like what they did with the sequels even though they had a few things that they'd made after like they did the aftermath trilogy of books and the the shattered empire comic or whatever it wasn't enough and quite frankly they had so much and no excuse at all to to do exactly what they did because they had george's outline they had a bucket of eu material to build on they had every opportunity to do what they're doing now with high republic and they still and we still got the movies we got and it's like how right like like how do we get that get that deep into into that you know trilogy and end up the way we did but um so i'm i'm glad oh, no. that we're getting this this foundation first before they start making did, these things that people will actually watch didn't ryan johnson yeah. get signed for a trilogy yeah i don't think that's going to happen <laughs> well it hasn't officially been canned so in theory he could be writing this trilogy <laughs> Yes, although it wasn't officially like, I don't know if it was ever, was it ever official? It was kind of just like semi-official. Ryan Johnson talks uh, something in line with, I think, I don't know if it was just maybe the part of it being a Old Republic prequel was just rumor. But I know he has been very adamant, at least he was uh, like last year on Twitter about how he's still doing his three movies. Oh, oh, you're referring to that tweet that somebody sent to him. They, they said, this is actually kind of funny. Uh, it, it, ticked, it ticked a lot of people off. So <laughs> there was one guy and he was like, so Ryan Johnson, you like at Ryan Johnson, are you uh, still doing your movies? And then he just sent a little emoji back with a fist and goes, yup. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yup, boom. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh you know so at the, at the very end of the trailer that they that they released right um they the the voiceover that's that's happening there's some woman talking you know she's like for the jedi for the republic all this stuff and then um and then she says for control of the force yeah and uh and it, it i don't know it stood out to me as well yeah so I mean, there's multiple ways of looking at it because, of course, we can always take it literally and go like, okay, that's new. Like, you know, that's that's not the most Jedi way to look at, you know, controlling the force. Like, I I didn't really know that that was in their agenda. 
but then the other thing is like, okay, it could be kind of metaphorical as in like, this is referring to like kind of how Mace Windu put it when he said to Yoda, I think we should inform the Senate that our ability to use the force has been diminished. And so like, he's not talking about it physically, like they can still use the force, but I think he meant like, oh, it's our ability to kind of use the force to really protect the, the galaxy at large as has well been diminished, as to foresee right? the future. Cause that, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what Yoda the Jedi talks do about that specifically. Yes. Yeah. And, and the prequels are really a story about, it's always been a story about the fall of the Jedi rather than them at their high point. Right. And, and, uh, the whole three films are kind of, you know, plus the Clone Wars are kind of telling that narrative. And this is the time, the higher public that is, is the time in which we see them at their best. So, um, you know, it makes me wonder whatever evil they're facing out there, like, is it going to involve the threat of the balance of the force in a way that maybe that's how that brings, you know, into context a little bit or, or what, but I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. What, what do you guys actually think about that? It does sound very forceful. Those words for a Jedi is I, I would expect that to come from a Sith, not a Jedi. Yeah. I think it might just be them trying to grab attention with the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one way to put it. Yeah, that's, that's another yeah, way to put it for I, sure. I think it's probably not the best choice of words for like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how literal to yeah. take that. Yeah, it's confusing, right? So, yeah, I, it is I mean, confusing I confusing for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I agree with that, too. It could be a total like bad choice of words to end off the trailer. Yeah. It, may, it might be like but. a, you know, only Sith deal in absolutes type like, ooh, that wasn't the best line like like yeah. i don't know like, <laughs> like, control the force maybe yeah, we should, they have should have reworded it what's more yeah. what's more jedi way we could control the yeah. force perhaps yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i don't, I don't know. Know. see right like what do you guys think that like what's gonna what's the big bad gonna be like we because we definitely know who the heroes are gonna be right they're gonna be like these yeah golden kind of jedi knights of the round table but i think um, it yeah. depends all the art so far it's just we just get these kind of concept art pirates right yeah so yeah so they've actually talked a little bit about that on the discussion and you know they're they're supposed to be worse than vikings in the sense that right. they don't really right. have a code yeah. yeah and and then there's also these like monsters that are kind of like lifelike plant things which are also supposed to be running around so i, I don't really know kind of what the overall plot is but in the first book that's supposed to be released tomorrow as of today's recording uh it's called light of the jedi and i believe it's written by charles soul um or kevin scott i think it's, it's one of the two but uh that book is supposed to introduce the whole kind of big plot of what's actually going on right right then and there and uh there's something that they're referring to in the story called the great disaster great as in scale not not a good thing um and so some something big happens and i, I believe it also affects hyperspace uh oh, in some sort of weird way this? yeah it's something like that and, and so that's supposed to be kind of this ripple effect through all the different medias that they're telling the story and uh and whether that can actually has a literal impact on the forest or not like i have no idea but um it's going to be interesting to see where they go with this because the hyperspace so. disaster, I think, was something from the EU as well. Um, like it even before, using using Vongi as well to plant creature things. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I mean, and this is a group of people 
all coming up with various ideas. And obviously the EU is a thing that they can use the reference. So yeah, it's possible that they could pull some, pull some elements from there and change them up a bit. Um, you know, that's something I actually hadn't thought of uh, when they oh, said the disaster, but. So I have starwars.com open and I scroll down to that book. And mm-hmm. the second paragraph says, when a shocking catastrophe in hyperspace tears a ship to pieces, the flurry of shrapnel emerging from the disaster threatens an entire system. Mm. Okay, so, so that's something, yeah. Might be dealing just with something similar to The Last Jedi, right? Like, with a yeah. ship in hyperspace blowing apart? Uh, yeah, maybe something like, oh, that's, uh, I think that's, yeah, so it could be, uh, well, what what they kind of led me to believe when they were talking about this story is that it's not actually a contained event on one planet rather than it's going to affect the whole galaxy kind of thing. Um, so if it is something in regards to a space station blowing up or whatever, you know, it must be pretty important. But um, yeah, uh, there's uh, there's also a bunch of new books, I think, that they that they announced uh, okay, yeah. So, so this so the one coming out tomorrow is written by Charles Soule. It's called Light of the Jedi. That's a Del Rey novel. Um, we also have uh, A Test of Courage written by Justina Ireland, which is, I believe, a junior novel coming out this month, as well as Claudia Gray's Into the Dark um, in February. And Marvel is launching their lineup of comics starting this month as well, also based on the High Republic, starting with issue number one. And uh, on today's announcement, they dropped a few more titles and stuff like that, uh, which is all online. They also released information that this this whole higher public thing is going to be three phases. So this year is like whole like phase one. And I think they said phase two and three are going to be riding into 2022 and further on and possibly 2023 or maybe it'll be kind of split. But uh the amount of books and stuff and comics that they have planned so far are all phase one stuff. And then uh, phase two and three are going to come later. So there's going to be a lot of higher public content. Um, and, you know, this is actually a good thing, whether we read it all or not. Like, it's a good thing because. Are you I sick won't. of original trilogy content? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. But I, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a good thing in the sense that. The, the acolyte is kind of key to this whole thing because that's the first show that's going to take place in this era. And, you know, and it, it, it scares me less to think that they're actually building a foundation before they do this show and have nothing to go off of. Right. So at, at least they'll know it's like, oh, what does Coruscant look like during this time? It's like, oh, what is, you know, the galaxy look like? What are these alien creatures and what's I mean, the threat that the Jedi are facing? You say right that. But when the Star Wars prequels came out, was that not the same situation? There was no information? Well, that's just it, though. I mean, that's George Lucas. Like, he had this whole thing in his head, right? And and this isn't George Lucas anymore. This is a, a, a large group of people and, you know, quite frankly... <laughs> yeah, a committee. And, and quite frankly, this committee has not done the most consistent job at giving us stuff that everyone loves. So... Um, you know, that's the best way I can put it right now. But uh, but yeah, it, I mean, it's nice to see that at least they're they're trying some things out before we get to that stage of having movies that will come out that people just hate or or shows that come out that that, you know, just don't work. Right. Um, so it's nice that they're putting their foot in the water first before they fully commit and give us this stuff that more people are going to consume uh, and get a large scale negative or positive review or whatever at least they're going to expect something out of it right 
Um, so, I mean, that's that's why I like the idea of having this whole initiative before they make any content like that. But the idea that we're going to get prequel prequels, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I, I really like the idea of having a movie based in this time period and the logo for the Acolyte looked pretty cool. Like like the fact that there was this lightsaber like smashed through the the title of the Acolyte was like, I don't know, it was pretty cool to think that maybe Plagueis is running around during this period of time and all that stuff. Like there's a lot of potential still. Um, and then even furthermore to do like a, like maybe a, a young Darth Sidious movie, like that could be pretty insane. I was just uh, gonna say though, is that canon? Is no, Plagueis being no. Palps, so is, that's not canon at this point. It's not, no, the Plagueis novel's not canon, but- um, No, but just the fact that Plagueis was Palpatine's master. Oh, uh, It's gotta be though, it's in it's, the movie. He, yeah, he doesn't so, say it directly, he just kind of alludes uh, to it. He, yeah, uh, he, never, he never says that Plagueis was his master, but he alludes to the fact that he was. But I've, like, I think, 90% of Star Wars fans probably like assume that that is the case. And and there is an expanded universe novel that confirms like, okay, Sidious was Pal- Plagueis' Padawan, right? Well, uh, they might go the route of Ryan Johnson and not care about logic and just want to, you know, add a twist. Quotations right. there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a possibility too, right? And, and uh, I guess this whole High Republic kind of foundation of multimedia and everything uh, including short stories and stuff that'll be showing up in Star Wars Insider magazines, uh, is kind of going to be building this this groundwork at least for for them to really fully commit to something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I think that's a good thing. I think I think uh, it's better than than this you know group of people just sitting down. All right, let's make three movies. What are we going to do? You take that one. You take that one. You take that one. You know, let's reconvene in two months. You are at, you know, like I I like this way better because at least there's something that they can build off of. Right. I think it gives them like a chance to really set like a tone and theme for what they want like this whole era to feel like. Right. Because like, right. Because you can't just it can't just be Star Wars, but like the technology is different because because it's like it can't they can't just make another old republic yeah right they have to actually have it feel different so mm-hmm. i i'd really like to see and like so far what i think is happening is maybe there's a bit more of like a fantasy element and less of a sci-fi kind of like they're trying to push more towards like a medieval kind of adventure yeah with um like with you know a bit of a knights of the round table feel and these like space vikings right which i think is really cool yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty cool too, and, and you know, it, it, the the trailer had its cheesy moments, but um, but I think like you know the idea of having that, you know, the way that Obi Wan puts it to Luke, he's like, these are the guardians, you know, the Jedi were the once the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic, right? And the old republic, not necessarily referring to like the era of the old republic, but the republic that he once fought for, and yeah. and having this idea of these guardians of peace and justice were not portrayed the way that i guess a lot of people would think that they would be when the prequels came rolling around right that like that story focused on the fall of the jedi rather than yeah. the fact yeah. that they were peacekeepers right uh, in fact the whole idea of the clone wars focuses in very greatly upon the fact that these jedi are hypocrites and yeah. so um and that's what i love so much about that show and and uh, you know you get people rioting in the streets because of that towards the later half of this of the you know, season five and stuff like that but um, but yeah, like this, this time period is, is truly kind of how Ben Kenobi puts it. It's like 
these Jedi are guardians of peace and justice. And like, what do you do as a guardian of peace and justice? Like, you know, yep. if someone were to just tell you that and not have any mental image at all, it's like, what would you, what kind of picture would you paint with your head if someone t- told you, it's like, oh, your, your, uh, your father was a guardian of peace and justice, right? Like, I don't know what I would, you know, it's like, what do I think of like some cop like, in like shining armor? Like, <laughs> I, think like it's, it, I know it's just speculation again, but I, I feel yeah. like it might be a more, um, like a more simple kind of plot, like more of a Saturday morning cart, like, like not where there's like hidden enemies and like, there's like darkness around every corner, but more of like a, there's a good guy and there's a bad guy and the good guy is going to take on the bad guy and defeat him. It's going to be yeah. heroic. Right. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's the vibe I'm getting so far, but I mean, we can only right. see. Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's obviously a lot of risks with with doing a new story like this um, in a new era where there's nothing to go off of, right? Like no yeah. EU to build off of. I mean, yeah, well, it's, it's 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 new, right? It's new, mm-hmm. so it's okay to be scared as a they, fan. You know, they do always start small and then build bigger and bigger, right? So probably yeah. gonna start with pirates and then slowly move our way up. Same as right. just Resistance just came out. They started with pirates, and then by the end, they were fighting the First Order. Mm-hmm. So we, I, it's going to be, for sure, wondering what the big bad's going to be. And I really hope they don't just give in and use Sith. I really don't want them to yeah. do that. Because you, can, you can make pirates cool and big bads, right? You don't yeah. need a guy with like a super laser like a Sith, mm-hmm. right? Like you can Here's the problem, though, because they, they started with pirates, and they said this is going to be a long, ongoing series, so they're always going to build up to something else because that's what they yeah. always do. Well, and you know, I, I was reading a book which I still need to. I've been talking about this for ages. I'm gonna. I need to finish this book. Um, I need to restart the book and reread it. But uh, but yeah, I was reading a, a canon novel called Master and Apprentice, and it's um, it focuses in on Qui Gon and Obi Wan. And uh, this is kind of what I would look at as a canon version of the Jedi Apprentice series, which took place in the expanded universe, um, which was like a 20 book lineup of, of junior novels. Um, and the book so far is fantastic. Like, I, I loved it. And, um, and you know, life got busy and I couldn't finish it. So I got to re- redo it. But uh, it's it, it was it was almost it was like the best kind of novelization of of what you would think that Qui-Gon sounds like, right? Like, I mean, we don't have much of Qui-Gon <laughs> aside from aside from the movie and the very bit, few pieces yeah. of Clone Wars that he showed up in. When you read Ghost. Qui-Gon, you can tell but it's Qui-Gon. You can tell, yes. You, it's it's like, it's Eerily so amazing. well written, dude. Like, <laughs> like the, the script is amazing. But, uh, it, but yeah, like that book is like, is the only book I've read so far in canon which really paints this picture of like, this is a guardian of peace and justice. He uses diplomacy to solve issues, not his lightsaber. Uh, he's got him and his Padawan, not an army of clones behind him, right? And, and that's exactly, I think, the kind of threat that they that these Jedi face in the High Republic. Like they don't have a military, like they don't have, they only have the force. And so like, as a guardian of peace and justice, like firstly, they shouldn't be relying on combat to solve any problem. But this then makes secondly, me, this makes me think then because what you're explaining, the first thing that comes to mind is I was just watching a few episodes of the Clone Wars recently. And when Ahsoka is on Mandalore, she's there by herself, no army or anything. She has to figure out the mm-hmm. corruption that's going on yeah. in Mandalore. So I feel yes. from what you're saying, I could see them going 
is similar route to that, where it's like probably more of uh, mm-hmm. detective work as well as actually, you know, fighting the enemy in a smaller dueling situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it's it's interesting that you brought that up, because to me, Ahsoka has always embodied what a Jedi should be. And and she's always been that example of of what all the Jedi could have been if they if they really took a step back and reevaluated where they were at before they started doing what they did. And and, you know, quite frankly, send one of their own to spy on you know, so-and-so and, you know, it, it just, it, the corruption just goes really deep. And, um, and we, you know, when, when they, when they really turned their back on Ahsoka and she was kind of kicked out and then they offered her to come back and everything like that, she was like, no, I can't come back. Like she willingly left the order because she didn't agree with the way that they were running the galaxy. And, and, you know, going forward like that, she has her arc where, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, I guess, for the final season, the Clone Wars were really like, oh, this is kind of a waste of time arc, like, you know, watching Ahsoka for like four episodes. But I actually really liked it because it kind of showed where she was at as far as like her place and and how she views herself and what she's doing. And, you know, she realizes that even though she's got these powers and, you know, she's a no longer a Jedi kind of thing, she can still help people without being a part of this like religious order backed up by a military kind of thing. And uh, and that's what she does. Like she follows these two girls around who get into trouble and gets them out of trouble and then ends up fighting for the Republic on Mandalore in that final battle. Uh, But I've always found and then she becomes this like lone samurai character that we then later see in Star Wars Rebels and Mandalorian. But uh, I've always found that she really embodies kind of like what the Jedi should be. And I think we're going to get a lot more of that in this time period that we're that we're going to get into, like a lot more than we're going to be you know, much more heartful characters and a lot more, um, I guess, what what you'd think a Jedi would be and not so much of an Anakin Skywalker, let's go in and kick some butt kind of character. I, um, I question so. that on some level. I feel like there'll be more characters that emulate Qui-Gon or Ahsoka in the true Jedi values, but I yeah. don't think 200 years is enough for them to completely turn on their ways. I think there's still going to be a lot of uh, the process of the Jedi losing their way will already be on its way when we join. Yeah, them. yeah, and you know it's it's in, yeah actually and and bringing that up, uh, they have names for these phases. Uh, the third phase of the the High Republic era is going to be called Trials of the Jedi. So, you know, I do have a feeling that maybe this era will span the length of that two hundred years and and possibly reach the. That would very, be cool. We've yeah. never had like a like a good like time kind of jump with, with right. Star Wars stuff that like that like takes place over a long period of time. That'd be that'd be pretty neat. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, if, like if that's what they're planning. Uh, like a TV series where you're watching it and there's like you get to see like the descendants of people or something or yeah stuff like that. Cade Skywalker yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jason yeah, and so, It'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of where it goes, but, um, what specifically, anyway, yeah. like, do you guys would like, what would you guys like to see out of this? Like, I know Josh, you mentioned you wanted to see maybe something to do with Palpatine or Plagueis. Like, is there anything I, that, yeah, I mean, I would love to see kind of like where, I mean, I don't want them to, I don't want this whole plot of like the, the enemy or whatever to be based around more Sith stuff, but I, I would being 
you know, having stories taking place before Phantom Menace, I think is fascinating. And like, I think there's a real opportunity there to to get into that stuff regardless and leave the Jedi story out of it and get yeah. these dedicated, you know, dark movies that are focused in on the villains. Um, but I aside mean, my from question that, is, uh, yeah, yeah. Can, my question is like pretty blanket statement. It could be like, I'm excited to see the, the Wookiee Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think like, no, I'm just really excited for the accolade. I think, I think that show is going to be surprisingly a gem. Like, yeah. I think, uh, I think it really has a lot of potential and, uh, you know, I, I'll just gaze at the logo and just be like, oh yeah, like this, there's so much potential here. Uh, so cool. yeah, no, that's what I'm really looking forward to, but yeah. What about you? I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, I think I'm excited to see more of like a fantasy kind of based Star Wars, mm-hmm. more of a, like, as, as like, I feel like we've been getting a lot of like the down, dirty and gritty Star Wars for, for a little bit now. And it might just right. be kind of cool to see like, a like a pristine, just like a, just a very basic adventure romp. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Blake? Uh, I guess I'll start with a question. Do they say which specific time period before A New Hope slash the prequels that the Acolyte takes place in? Yep. They, yeah, they just said the Acolyte takes place during the events of the High Republic. Okay. And the whole thing, because yeah. the way you worded um, the response to the last thing I said was the last section of the of this New High Republic is going to be the 200 years. So does the first episode, first section, is that – Oh. Uh, no, the first it starts two hundred years before. Okay, so that yeah. is what I thought. In that case, yeah. uh, I'm curious what they'll do with the acolyte because they can't really do a lot, right? They can't expose themselves to the Jedi, or else what we learned in the prequels doesn't make sense. So I'm curious how to do that. And the thing that I actually would really like to see, and it hasn't been announced yet, so we'll see what happens. Would be something more akin to almost like a Game of Thrones style series which would mm-hmm. be with the Sith Empire. So it'd be farther back. That'd be cool. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, I think like with this whole Republic thing, obviously a lot of us for years have wanted old Republic stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, like, and full, so, like, full armies of Sith, the full armies of Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like that's the, exactly. Uh, Republic uh, yes. cinematic. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Exactly. Those, I, I, I rewatch those from time to time and, and I always just fa- like, yeah, it's a, it's a fantasy of, of, of ours as fans, I guess, to see a movie take place during the older public times. And I think at some point maybe we'll get there, but um, you know, for the time being when Disney bought the franchise, no way did I think that they would make a movie that took place before the Phantom Menace. And yet here we are. So, you know, it's very possible still that they could go back even further and do Old Republic stuff maybe once this High Republic initiative has been completed, right? Well, um, so. I'm trying to remember. Did you tweet Pablo when he talked about how they, how they go back and forth or something? Um, oh, with, with, uh, with High Republic? Maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, I would just guess, though, that what they'll do is they'll go back and forth. So it's going to be like they're, gonna, they're finished the original trilogy. Now they're going to do prequel stuff, and they wait till everyone's tired of that and they can't milk it anymore. And they'll go to going farther down uh, sequels, and they'll milk that, and they'll kind of switch back and forth. I think is how they'll do it. Oh yeah, that's 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 a possibility. I mean, you know what we're seeing right now with with some of the kind of released titles that they have is they're they're really starting to fill out 
two new eras, which we haven't really seen. So there's a there's a Star Wars timeline photo that they that they posted at one point recently, uh, which is fairly newer, uh, and it includes the uh, the High Republic, um, but it's like this yellow paged timeline and has all the different eras and stuff like that. Uh, but what's interesting about this picture is that it so it starts with the High Republic. And then the next era they've called Fall of the Jedi, which includes the prequels and the Clone Wars. Mm. Then it goes to Reign of the Empire, which includes the Bad Batch and Solo, a Star Wars story. And then it goes to Age of Rebellion, which is Star Wars Rebels, Rogue One, the original trilogy. And then there's the New Republic era, which so far just has the Mandalorian in it. And then the final era is Rise of the First Order, which is Resistance plus the the three sequel films. So what I find very interesting at the moment is we've got uh, the Mandalorian taking place in this era that we really haven't thought too much about. I guess I've always just kind of wrapped Mandalorian up in the Age of Rebellion slash like Rise of the First Order era. And I've never really thought about that time space mm. being its own its own era, but it really is. Like that's the way yeah, that Luke's true. film is looking at. I guess it. I would have lo- yeah. like looped in with Return of the Jedi, but technically at the moment the Death Star fall blows up and the Empire ends. Yeah, it's the new Republic. It is, now. It is a yeah. new era, right? So yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to think that that is its own era, and in the expanded universe, that that is an era. The New Republic is is generally an era, right? Like. It's a little bigger, a little longer, but um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's kind of a. It's uh, funny though because they've set it up as opposed to the EU, where what we've learned about how the New Republic's reign is, they sound pretty incompetent. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like they really establish anything before the First Order comes in and just blows them up. Yeah, and, and I guess like in this con- more condensed version of the story, like you know that's just the way it is, I guess, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Mandalorian taking place in the New Republic, uh, that also means that Rangers of the New Republic and the Ahsoka series will also take place during that time, as well as the Book of Boba Fett. So that's that's now four shows that exist in that time period and whatever books and comics they come out with that kind of weave into that material. Um, so we have two new eras of Star Wars now that they're building out, one of them very harshly on Disney Plus, and then the other one they're starting off with books and comics and stuff and then we will get shows like the accolade and i would assume they we get more shows in that time period as well so um yeah it's it's the long game for sure with lucasville i mean this is kind of the next five years of storytelling that they're they're really focused on here but uh between these two eras i mean they're both really cool like i've always loved the new republic era i've always liked the idea of going prior to phantom menace and um, you know, there's lots to look forward to. But yeah, maybe, hopefully someday we get Old Republic stuff. That would be a drink of drink, for sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Is there anything you guys want to bring up before we wrap up here, or is that pretty much it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't forget to buy your Big Fortuna t-shirt, the official Star Wars podcast shirt for <laughs> Star Wars escape pod podcast that's right you can find that on t public and uh, I'll, I'll put a, a link in the description 
<laughs> but uh, fantastic shirt, and uh, none of us have actually bought it yet. But you know, don't tell, don't tell anybody. I'm waiting for my free one. <laughs> I'm gonna model it so that, so that other people see it. And they're like, "Wow, did you get that shirt?" <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to order in bulk. Is what I got to do. <laughs> I'll pay you an exposure. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show again. Uh, I'm going to do a big thank you in just a moment here. But uh, just while I have you online, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> 100 episodes, man. 100 episodes. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Thanks for having me. 100. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Star Wars Escape Pod and being our 100th episode, which is insane. I mean, to think that we started this uh, in August of 2019, you know, first episode ever ever launched on the 30th. And, and it seems like quite a while ago now, but time just flies by so quick. And here we are in 2021. So a massive, massive thank you to uh, just all my friends and uh, and anybody else, special guests and, and otherwise who have been involved with this show. Uh, it's just a huge thank you to all of you guys for making it such a diverse and interesting podcast uh, for Star Wars fans. And, uh, you know, I mean, Calvin and, and Reed and Blake and Bryce and Wes. And, you know, a th big thank you to Wes for today's trivia program that uh, allowed us to, to play a very uh, successful trivia game. And, uh, you know, we've had appearances of AJ on the show and Ben and and Phil. Uh, you know, it's it's been a very nice outlet to be able to chat uh, to chat Star Wars on a weekly or bi-weekly basis with friends and uh, you know and and of course Diego massive thank you to him for our 40 part Clone Wars series which walks uh, Star Wars fans through the entire Clone Wars journey in chronological order I mean that's that's been unsurpassed on this show as far as a sub-series goes and uh, you know it's we're looking forward to making so much more content in the future of course, coming at you at light speed. This podcast has now reached hundreds, if not maybe thousands of Star Wars fans across the world. Being a listener, you deserve a massive thank you for just tuning into the show and giving us all motivation to just keep going, making Star Wars content for fans around the world. So thank you so much, and may the Force be with you.